the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more. How are you? Show dedicated to getting you to retirement. It's a golden age of investing in a lot of ways. In the last 20, 30 years, we've seen commissions on investing go from 200 to $300 a, a transaction all the way down to free ETFs and index funds. Trades can be as low as $5 when you have to absolutely have something individualized. It's a good time to be an investor. The 90s, we basically saw the, the tech boom, which computers got faster, smaller, cheaper. That led to workplace productivity gains. And then we came up with something called the internet, which led to a whole new world. So the 90s and the tech revolution that started there created a lot of millionaires and some billionaires. Hopefully your 401k has benefited in the last 20 to 30 years. Recessions happen on a pretty regular basis. And they kind of mess up that tech expansion, the technology expansion, the communication equipment expansion, the infrastructure expansion, the economic expansion. Recessions happen and they're normal. We will have another one. Typically, they happen every four to eight years. People have to live through four or five of them to really get a good feel for, oh, that wasn't so bad. Recessions in the modern era, in the last hundred years, have become less severe. The severity of job cuts and job losses has trended down during the recessions until the last one. And that kind of reversed the trend where we had the Great Recession, where we got unemployment up to 10 to 12%, depending on the color of your skin. It was pretty bad out there. A couple things that I can tell you. Biggest mistakes people make. If you can eliminate the mistakes and just play the game, you'll win. Same thing tends to happen in football, baseball, most major sports. Games aren't won, they're lost. Live within your means is the number one mistake I see people make. Not living within their means. I've done it. I'm guilty of it. I did it falling in love numerous times in my life. You would have thought I was made of of millions of dollars. Failure to set goals. This is a big one. You and your spouse are going to fight unless you all work together. And one of the areas where you need to work together is goals. Another big mistake people make is not realizing that they're going to get old. And their body's not going to work like it used to. I get up every day at 4, 4.15, 4.30, and I hate it. And as I get older, I hate it more and more. And Lord, let me thank you for Saturdays, and may they remain my friend. Because I work all week long, and uh, I do like the, the Saturday sleep in. So we get older, we don't realize it. And that's a big, 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 big problem. And the reason I say that is because it gets expensive on the healthcare side, and there's no more cash coming in. So you can't really fix that mistake of, like, you totaled your car, and for 45 days, you're going to eat ramen noodles. 
Top Ramen. Three for one buck. And you can say, okay, I totaled my car. The deductible is $1,000 or $500. I'm going to eat crap food for the next 30 days. So you can't do that when you're older. Reagan lived 93 years old, 33 years after he retired. 10 years of very bad and expensive health. He was luckily, fortunately, a president of the United States. So he got that free health care. That was also pretty good health care. Can't let our royalty suffer indignity. So 10 years of health care will easily be a million plus dollars. Unless, of course, you live in Oklahoma. That's a knock, ladies and gentlemen, to all the people from Oklahoma. Now go brush your tooth. Your one tooth. Another mistake that you tend to make is failure to create and stick to a budget. But that's kind of living within your means, isn't it? Too much debt? I just took on another mortgage. Good God, what am I thinking? Like, I, I, was, I was skating. I was like, what do I do with an extra $200,000, $300,000? And, well, I spent it on a place that I'm going to stay maybe 10 weekends of the year. Maybe. Failure to maintain cash reserves, super important one. I've always done pretty well with the cash reserves, but sometimes it gets a little tight. My emergency money is my emergency money. Another mistake people make is not only do they think that they're going to live forever and be in good health, some people make the mistake of you don't realize that you're going to be disabled in your 30s or 40s. And disabled, you're much, 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 much more likely to happen to you than to die. So getting disability insurance is super important. I've worked with companies that have done Tough Mudders before, and I'm like, if you do a tough, if I do a Tough Mudder and I get hurt, are you paying my workman's comp? And they're like, you're not invited. <laughs> so suddenly I got uninvited from a Tough Mudder because I asked the question that was a little too close to the company CEO. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to do a Tough Mudder. If I do a Tough Mudder, I, I know my, me. I'm going to be the guy who faced down in mud. First, first obstacle, right? I don't have the best luck. I'm pretty honest about that. I honestly, like I said, if I was in a Mad Max universe, I'm the white puffy governor that gets sacrificed by the bad guy in front of the good guy and the hot woman. I'm the puffy guy who betrays his people and takes an arrow in the head. So disability insurance is super important. And for the record, I'm, I'm not clumsy. I'm just saying that I'm the guy who I, I, I get the feeling if I were to jump out of an airplane, I'm going to get stuck, <laughs> like hanging on to the back of the plane. And the, I'm not going to be able to jump out. I'm, the wire is not going to gonna release me. I'm going to just be flopping back there for weeks and weeks and weeks. And my instructor will jump out and he'll be fine. But I'm just going to be flopping in the back of the plane. <laughs> Another huge mistake I want you to avoid. And again, the whole point of this is avoid these mistakes and you're probably going to retire with a lot of money. Is failure to update the will. Or the trust. That's that's an important one. Because I didn't have the best relationship with my father. My father was a mean, mean alcoholic. And when I say mean, he wasn't like violent. He was violent emotionally. He wasn't there. He was checked out. He did two tours of war in Vietnam. And I think that kind of destroyed any chance of him being a normal dude. But in my 20s, I didn't want to leave any of my money to my family. I, I had no care. So I, I do it to a girlfriend. I started with Juliet. We went to Amanda. Then there's Cindy. And then, like, you get married and you're like, hmm, 
let's go take a look at my Smith Barney account. And you're like, Amanda's name is on the beneficiary? I haven't even talked to her in 18 years. That's a big mistake you want to avoid. Try to get the glasses that work on the long distance in investing. Don't wear the glasses that are all caught up in the short, short term. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Welcome back in. Good day. Let's get you to retirement. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton to talk about some of the issues. CFP Chad Burton, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Hit events, sign up for an event coming up to an area near you. Use code radio25 to get in for free while at newfocusfinancial.com. Mr. Burton, home insurance. Yes, sir. Home insurance. It's one of those things that um, I don't think people actively think about it much. And then I guess you think about it when you need it, right? I, I know they don't think about it because we've been kind of on this really uh, proactive bend to make sure that clients are looking at their homeowner's insurance. And part of it is because of what we've seen in the Bay Area over the last several years. And then we have a ton of rebuilding up north for the fires. Um, so one, it's hard to get good contractors. And two, prices have gone up drastically across the board. You're talking about, in some places on the peninsula, six, 700 bucks a square foot for rebuilding costs. That's insane. Um, I was looking at a policy the other day of somebody that was closer down in San Jose. And they were insured on replacement costs for their home for less than half of what it would cost to rebuild it if something happened. That's pretty dramatic. And just to- I mean, can you imagine something awful happens like up north and the fires or whatever, and then you, you think you're covered, but you're not. And you're trying to find, what, half a million, $600,000 all of a sudden to rebuild a home that you were living in? That's going to be my exit story. I'm going to fake my own death in a fire. <laughs> can't do it now. And then, it, then it's going to be under. Then it's going to be underinsured. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually talking to a contractor the other day, and it it kind of upset me because he said, "Yeah, so right now I could I could throw on an extra hundred thousand dollars on any project, and they'll pay me because they have no other option." I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. And the answer is, "Yep." So you're right. The costs are going out of control, and the contractors know it. So. Uh, how do you think we should go about looking at our homeowner's policy? Because a lot of people, Chad, this is very common. They will insure, if it's a million-dollar home, they'll insure a million dollars, even though 700000 of that's land, 300000 is rebuilding, but it's like you're saying, it's probably 400000 out to rebuild it. Um, yeah. Some yeah. people go out and get a million-dollar policy, even though you probably only need a $400,000 policy. Right. And so that's the thing. It's not like it's the simplest thing to understand in the world, um, and you, you need to check in. Just like we tell people, you know, every so often I'll call, you know, my cable company and say, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to go satellite because this is just too much money. And, you know, there's, I'm not really happy with the service. And then I get a discount. Right. So I try to do that every so often. Um, well, now they're on to you with your homeowners. What's that? Now they're going to be on to you. I know. I know. Great. They're listening. They're listening in all the time. But anyway, it's, homeowners insurance can be a little bit crazy because, you have a couple of things that go on in a homeowner's policy, and there's an other structures policy. Some homeowner's policy consider a deck and other structure. Um, there's a lot of people that I know that have homes, but they have a large you know, shed or something like that on the property. So they think, oh, I'm, I'm underinsured, 
because to rebuild everything, it would be a certain amount. But your other structures is typically a percentage of your normal dwelling replacement coverage. Does that make sense? Sure. So if you have a really fancy deck overlooking something um, and you think that you couldn't rebuild your home for your dwelling coverage, maybe your deck is, in your policy's case, like mine, USAA is like that. Um, So maybe it, it is covered and you don't know it. Um, I, I was just recently, you know, finishing a, a remodel issue, so having to refi and then update my homeowner's coverage. The blanks, the bank said, "Oh, you're not insured for enough." But then I had to send them a bunch of stuff from USA saying, "Well, here's the dwelling coverage, here's the other structures coverage, which includes the deck and the concrete, and then it also has this um, guaranteed issue, uh, guaranteed replacement." So sometimes in a policy, they call it a guaranteed replacement cost. Or if it looks like you might be undersured, there might be something in your policy that has a guaranteed replacement cost, which increases the insurance and the coverage if your basic doesn't. So it, it's not just as simple as looking at the, the face, the contract of your policy, and thinking that you're underinsured. You still might be insured. I'm not sure. It's worth a call. Spend a half an hour to make sure that the place that you live is properly covered if something bad happens. So... How do you find, I use USAA and GEICO for most of my types of insurance, whether it's homeowners, renters, or um, car. How do you find, you use USAA. I tend not to use like the state farms. I don't, I tend not to use the local mom and pops because it is discounted if you go with a big national call center firm. And um, what advice would you give me or what advice would you give your kid on getting insurance if USAA is not an option? USAA is awesome, by the way. It really is. If anybody in your family has some sort of a military background, I I really love working with USAA. Um, But sometimes there's certain things like, uh, for example, umbrella coverage for me, based on field and stuff like that, I have to kind of go reinsure on that to get the proper amounts. Um, There's specific situations where clients might have a a ranch or some sort of a farm property that might be different. So there's certain things that USA won't cover. Uh, They don't really do boater's insurance, Rob. I I go through them to get through to a different company for boat insurance, for example. So there's different things. I had a client recently in Portland, Oregon, that went with like an American family because they were able to get earthquake insurance without having to do the retrofitting. So it kind of depends on your situation. Um, and you know, there's the, there's a fault in the Northwest, just as scary as there is in say Hayward. Right. So you got to think about those things. It, it, there is certain times where you got to shop around based on your circumstance. Who gets earthquake insurance in the Pacific Northwest? Oh, you haven't heard about the fault up here there. I mean, there's, there's just as much chance that there's a giant one in the Northwest as there is in the Bay area. Good for Dwayne, the rock Johnson. You can make another uh, <laughs> make another disaster flake, and this one take down the space needle, right? Yeah, isn't he working now with a giant ape um, that could maybe help you know dig people out if something bad happens? What's that I, movie that's out now? I'm just gonna leave you hanging there. <laughs> uh, isn't he working with a giant ape? Yes, <laughs> that's Denzel Washington. Oh, when I was updating my insurance too, Rob, because I you know they were saying, hey, by the way, you know you can go double your liability insurance on your property for an extra 20 cents a month i'm like sold just put it on there wow so yeah so it it's worth a call people really need i mean if you haven't talked to your insurance agent for your homeowner's policy you need to give them a call especially in the bay area especially down the peninsula because your most people are drastically underinsured on their 
homeowners policies. The Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie with the ape is called Rampage. That was yeah. based on was a, video- a video game. It was a video yeah. game, but I don't remember it. I kind of remember it, you know, post Donkey Kong, a little better graphics, maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Chad Burton is a gamer. You have a, a lovable heart after all. Anything but a gamer. I, my kids don't let me play with them on video games because I'm like, if it's a shooting game, I'm just shooting the corner and the ceiling and I can't get out of the corner of the building. He's the best. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. He is a gamer. He's a loving man. He's a financial planner. You can hear him 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. here on KDOW AM 1220. Find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. It's really odd to say some things out loud and kind of like realize, ooh, I was lucky to be born when I was born. I say things that are shocking and maybe even upsetting. I feel that being born to a family that expected me to go to college was also another plus. Even before I came out of the womb, there was an expectation of he's going to go to college. I was born in during what I would consider the computer, the dawn of the computer, dawn of the home computer. Whether it was the Atari 2600, the TI 99, ColecoVision, you name it, I was fascinated by it. Do you remember in television? That was awesome. I never had one because we weren't that kind of upper middle class. We were more of the lower middle class. So the perks weren't as good gravy as other kids got. But uh, let's see if I can make a long story short here. So I feel kind of lucky to be born when I was born. And I'll, I'll easily say that out of the gate. I look at things like owning a home. And it's pretty affordable for me. I have a good career. I started buying homes many, many years ago. So there was that expectation of build some equity over time. But again, that's not that's not necessarily the case today. So most parents today say things like, well, yeah, I want my kid to go to college, but it's $100,000 to have a kid go from to college now. If you're born this year, it's going to be over $100,000 to send your kid to school in 17, 18 years. And colleges differ like golden clay. I got away with murder. You know, I might as well have been a poetry major. You know, I didn't, I didn't, to me, mechanical engineering looked like too much math. Computer engineering, sciences, computer sciences, like too much math. I didn't want to do the hard work. I wanted to like kind of cruise to college and kind of figure myself out and then figure out a career after that. So I, th- I think I got kind of lucky. And I, I say this because I want to tie back to... The people who are losing the most right now are the people who are the first-time home buyers. Inflation is just destroying them. Monthly cost of an entry-level home on a nationwide basis up 9% year over year. And again, now we're starting to come up with compromises. And, and the compromises, they hurt the first-time home buyer again and again and again. And I remember 10 years ago, San Francisco rents started going up and people were like, well... You got in, so you're, you know, you're in, you're good. But for people who aren't in, I was like, what are they going to do? And they started having roommates. So I'd go over 
go pick up a date. She introduced me to her roommates, and I was like, is someone sharing a room or someone sleeping on the couch? And someone was sleeping on the couch. I was like, whoa, I never experienced that in my life, that grown adults who are 30 years old were sleeping on couches. And then it became four people, and then it became five people. So the people who are getting the short end of the stick right now, to me, are the entry-level home buyers. You've got rising housing costs, which siphon off you know, whatever income you have left over, and it can't be used for other things like cars or vacations or retirements. Potential buyers are looking for housing further away and incurring commuter costs. I've been blessed. This is how I started the segment. I've always lived within five to 10 minutes of work until recently. And that was kind of a choice to get out of the, you know, the, the grind of the, the city living. Home prices have been surging in so many markets now. It's not a problem for well-to-do Americans who've owned a lot of assets and benefited from rampant asset price inflation. I own a home that went up, so guess what? I went and bought another home. I own stocks that went up, so guess what I did? I got a divorce and got another wife. <laughs> this trade-up policy. In this case, five years younger. <clears throat> so, so wage inflation, not a problem for me. But do I see it as a problem for kids down the road? Oh, yeah. And there's a guy who works here who's got a daughter who's 23 and maybe 22, maybe 24. And I'm always asking him, like, what's she doing these days? What's she doing? Is she succeeding? And, like, the answer still is doesn't have a home yet. So the entry-level home is one that sells for 80% of the median price in a particular market. It assumes a 5% down payment and a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage for the remainder. Obviously, in different areas, that's going to be considerably different. In the San Francisco Bay Area, a diverse area that includes San Francisco, Silicon Valley, a lot of the East Bay, parts of the North Bay, the monthly cost of an entry-level home was up 14% year over year. And you didn't do anything other than get a year older, and things got 14% more expensive. Did you get a 14% raise last year? Keep in mind, I make minimum wage in radio. So, I did get a raise. But not much. So... The people who are losing the biggest, I think, are the people who aren't participating and can't participate and are having problems figuring out how to participate. So, you know, there's a phrase like, you pay to play. Tony Mendez from BarryAloneSource.com brought up a conversation recently with me about he went into a restaurant, a Blaze Pizza. Tough to call Blaze Pizza restaurant, but it is. And uh, the franchisee in there, it's his second restaurant he started with like a really crappy subway and uh then he went to blaze pizza and down the road he wants to go to like uh, a chick-fil-a or something more glamorous for more money or something like that right so he got an asset that's inflating sold it bought another asset that's inflating gonna sell it gonna buy another asset that's inflating he hopes so inflation is kind of awesome but it's also kind of a boogeyman uh, because if you if you don't play, you're frightened of it, in my opinion. A couple things that you should have laying around, things like birth certificates and Social Security documents. You should get a fireproof safe. You should take pictures of said birth certificate and said Social Security card. Put it up in the cloud. You want to keep your wills, your trust, your legal documents all in one area. The worst part about people dying, and I deal with death all the time, I could give you the perfect example of my father. Uh, when my father passed away, he was told with six months left to live, you will be dead in six months. And he died 
to the day, six months. He had six months to get his financial paperwork in order, to get his will and his trust and all that kind of stuff in order. My dad was kind of a hardworking man, so his desk always had what felt like a tree of papers on it. Um, so when he died, I had to go through his, his desk and figure out, oh, take a look at this. Oh, take a look at this. And, uh, you know, some of it was like his handwriting, so I wanted to keep it and uh, hold on to it for memories. But the thing that I found, and it was shocking to me because it was early January when he died. And it was super cold on the East Coast. And we wanted to get him into Arlington Cemetery, but they said it would be three weeks. And you don't keep a body above the ground for three weeks. You kind of want to move on. So we chose a different place, which kind of sucks because he would have wanted to be in Arlington Cemetery. Um, but he's dead. So dead men can't really complain. Um, but anyway, so I'm going through the desk and I'm, I'm, I'm finding some crazy stuff, right? I'm trying to figure out what all this is and trying to piece together his financial life. Biggest mistake my father made in my opinion was not getting his financial paperwork in order because I'm like, I'm going through, I'm, I know I'm going to find adoption papers. I know I'm going to learn that I was adopted because I don't look like my dad. I'm a big guy. When I was 12, my dad gave me crap because he was drunk. And I said, I will knock you out. I was bigger than him at 12. So I knew I was adopted. I knew I was going to find the adoption papers, right? No such luck. I was hoping it was like going to be Bono or Bill Gates or somebody like that was going to be my daddy. Nope, 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 nope. What I did find, though, was an insurance policy that was worth $400,000 that had expired three months before his death. And all he had to do was resign it. All he had to do was resign it. All he had to do was know where the hell the piece of paper was. All that he had to do was know that it's going to expire on that said date. My mom would have $400,000 extra. Because he already had the death sentence. The doctor already said, you will be dead in six months. And instead of like getting his financial paperwork together, he decided to pursue God. He wanted to get right with God, who he fell out of favor with eh, probably about 25 years before that. So he hadn't been in a church in 25 years, but because he's got cancer and dying, it's now time to like go talk to the people at the church. So kind of wish he would have signed that paper. Would have made my mom's life a little easier. And get this. He had a whole life insurance policy that he had for his whole life in his twenties, his thirties, his forties and his fifties. And then three months before he dies, he doesn't sign it and it's worthless. One of the reasons I don't like whole life insurance, because you don't need it for your whole life. My mom's fine, but she would have been finer with that extra $400,000. That's a really good example of why you don't need whole life or variable life insurance, and they're crap product, and they're oversold by insurance agents who want to get a big fat commission from you, who, who don't have the skill set to do other things other than to sell crap products. Get term life, invest the rest. I'm Rob Black. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. A couple weeks ago, I was at the news station, television station, and there was just story after story of, you know, how bad San Francisco's housing market is. That there was a shack that someone spent over a million dollars on. It was an earthquake shack. Cozy is all about what you can afford, right? You need to have an income of over $300,000 to buy a, a home in San Francisco. So there's something called earthquake shacks. They're one of the most desirable real estate assets in the city right now. 
Because after the 1906 earthquake and fires decimated 500 city blocks. Go walk a city block right now. Well, later today. And then start thinking about 500 city blocks. So after the big fire, what San Francisco did was they needed housing, temporary housing. So they put up 5,000 small wooden cottages. They gave shelter to 16,000 plus people. And that's important because, you know, the Bay Area is chilly. Even during the summers, it could be chilly. But that's what people are doing. Um, High-paying jobs. Always fascinating me. Airlines are making more money than ever, but they're also facing a mountain of problems. Airlines, oh, Warren Buffett, he's the god, he's the man. He once bought TWA in the 70s. It was such a bad investment. He said, I'm never buying airlines ever again until 2016 or 2017. He did. But can you imagine having that kind of like, I don't know, uh, experience. So he bought an airline. It was a horrible investment. And now you look at airlines and they're like buses in the sky, right? And the thing that infuriates me is that paid bag fee. It's always like $25. And you're like, Oh, so the ticket's not the ticket price. I'm one of those people I like to, I like the ticket to be the ticket price. So one of the pieces of advice that I give people to get to retirement is start sooner rather than early. Start sooner rather than later. That's what I meant to say. Caffeine's starting to kick in, right? I like the way you say that. If you want to become a millionaire, start at the age of 20. And all you have to do is save $1,000 a year. That's not much, right? Put it in the market. Do it every year for the next 40 years. Ta-da! You've got a million dollars. But if you wait till age 30, it's $2,900 a year or 250 bucks a month. If you wait till age 40, it's $8,700 a year. 45, it's now at $15,600 a month, a year, or $1,300 a month to become a millionaire. Now, that's real money. $1,300, you're like, ooh, ouch. Ooh, I should have started earlier. Because if we go back in time... 20 plus years, all you needed was a thousand a year instead of 1300 a month. So start sooner rather than later. Be very conscious of your credit score. Credit scores are super important on keeping your costs down. And we're going to see the opposite move now. Now that credit's getting easier, the cost of credit's going higher. So your borrowing costs go higher with it. Credit will make you a prince or a pauper. So I'm really thrilled that my primary mortgage is at three and a quarter percent. That's amazing. For 30 years, unbelievable. Keeps my cost lower. So my housing cost might be lower than you or my neighbors because I have a better rate than him. All because I had a good paying job, all my teeth, and a good credit score. I know you're saying teeth. Yeah, It's kind of important when it comes to getting a mortgage. They now check your teeth. I'm making that up. Say what? But bad credit means you pay more for a house than a person with good credit. And just to show you, you know, the, the financial ramifications of that, if someone's paying $300 less than you, they're able to save $300 more than you, right? They're able to go on $300 more vacations or get $300 more back rubs or $300 more of something. So uh, pay attention to your credit. Creditkarma.com. Credit Karma, the app on the iPhone and on Android. Uh, it's a fun app for me. 
But again, I'm a nerd. So I don't really care about the basketball score from last night or the baseball score from the other day. I care about credit scores. So good debt versus bad debt. I think this is always important to note. Um, I've had credit cards for 20 plus years. You know how many times I've carried credit card debt in 20 years? Probably two months out of 20 years. I always pay the stuff off. Because if I don't, Bank of America or um, who's the one? Gosh, I want to come up with the name of it, but I'm not going to. Oh, Chase Capital One. Capital One was one I was going after. Uh, so if I don't pay on time, if I don't pay off my balance, Capital One's going to say, okay, what you just borrowed, we're going to charge you 15%, 20% interest. And I'm like, I don't make 15 to 20% raises every year, so why am I buying something that was X plus 15%? So pay off the credit. This is better. None of that country music. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.